Remember those changes, those very controversial changes that were made to freedom of information rules in BC a few years ago? People said, hey, this is going to result in fewer requests. And then there were so many problems with the system, whether it was the pandemic or you name it. it, it people said it was going to mean long wait times. This isn't good for the system. Well, now, three years later, an extensive report has been completed by the Information and Privacy Commissioner into all of that. And Michael McAvoy joins us now to tell us what he found. Thank you very much for being here. Good morning, Simi. Okay, first of all, what did you look at? Uh, we looked at a couple of things. The first was uh, basically how long it's taking government to uh, respond to access to information requests. Um, the legislation uh, gives citizens in BC a right to their records, and um, the law also obligates the uh, government's public bodies to respond within uh, basically 30 days. Extensions can be granted where those are warranted. And uh, so what we did was we looked and assessed how timely government was in in making its responses. The other thing we did have a look at as well was uh, some statistics about uh, what volume of requests have been made since the the government put in place a $10 access to information fee. So those are the two two basic elements of the report. Okay, and what did you find? Well, on the, uh, on the issue of how rapidly government is responding, uh, what we found is that the average wait times have gone up uh, considerably. Uh, so the benchmark is 30 days within the Act, and uh, the average uh, time to respond now is 85 days, which is the highest number of days uh, since we began collecting statistics 13 years ago. The other statistic that's, I think, important is, you know, what can the public expect? Uh, are they going to get their... Uh, request answered within 30 days about 50 percent of the time the requests were answered within 30 days but uh, you know that compares to a decade ago it was about three quarters of the time so clearly a timeliness uh, response time has declined over the last decade the other thing uh, again we mentioned uh, i mentioned that uh, we looked at what happened to uh, volumes after the fee had gone into place and uh, on that front, political parties, media, and individuals, the number of requests that's happened since the fee has been in place has, has dropped. And uh, in some cases, you know, there are explanations for why that might be the case. Uh, for example, with political parties, uh, the government, and, and I give them credit for this, they put in proactive disclosures of uh, certain kinds of records. That's diminished the number of requests made by, by opposition parties. But there's much in the number it has declined so dramatically uh, for political parties and the media since the fee's been in place. Uh, really, it's I think it's reasonable to uh, assume that that fee has had a, had an impact on um, on, uh, on on numbers of people making requests. Okay, so fewer requests, and yet it's still taking so much longer. This sounds like a broken system. Well, there there are systems that have to be put in place to improve what they're doing, absolutely, and they've taken some measures, but clearly those are not enough. Um, you know, more resources have to be put in place to uh, to give people timely access to records. You know, whether it's, and, and this is, uh, you know, for people in their communities, if they're, uh, you know, wanting to know what's happening with the latest big zoning changes or how COVID was handled or about the water quality and their in their in their areas these are all important issues for people the records that governments hold belong to people subject to certain exceptions and people have a timely right of access i think of the media which is having uh, some challenging times right now and you know we depend on you to bring us the big stories uh, how our tax dollars are being spent for example on a on a big project well 
that needs to be timely. <laughs> it's no good if you get a response to uh, your request, you know, uh, uh, half a year or a year from now uh, when the story is no longer timely. So the importance of government being timely and respecting the law, because the law puts in place uh, time limits, is uh, is absolutely critical. And uh, we think government can do so much better than it's doing now. Okay, how much did the, did the pandemic play into this? Because I saw the numbers and I see, okay, obviously the Ministry of Health, the lag time there is pretty great, but how much of this was impacted by the pandemic? Some was impacted by the pandemic, and I recognized that almost uh, immediately when things began to happen, and I gave uh, um, essentially a break to all public bodies, particularly those public bodies that were on the front line of having to address issues in the pandemic. Um, that said, those issues are well behind us now, and uh, really... Uh, it, there's no no excuse, I think, at this stage for uh, some of the time lags that are happening. And so uh, what I've asked is uh, the minister responsible to uh, to provide our office a plan uh, by the end of March that will set out particularly how they're going to deal with those cases that have been just uh, lingering far too long in the system. Yeah, that's my question. And so if the rules are being violated and, you know, they sounds like they are, what are the consequences for that? Well, the first thing, I mean, we need to do is, of course, shed light on that. Um, in individual cases where there are lengthy delays, uh, our office can make orders uh, to produce those records uh, within a, a period of time. One of the challenges is sometimes applicants don't, uh, you know, have no knowledge. And we actually, it's not brought to our attention directly where those time limits have been uh, exceeded. And so uh, there are many, many uh, hundreds of those kinds of cases so, again, which I think important for our office is to bring those cases to light and to uh, and to have those discussions and put pressure on government, frankly, to uh, to do a better job. OK, how do you do that? And what has been the government response to your report? Um, well, the government has uh, says they're considering uh, what we've recommended. Um, clearly, they have taken some steps to uh, to put in place measures which are going to speed things along. But what uh, again, what uh, we would expect, what I would expect by the end of uh, this fiscal year is a concrete plan as to how those numbers are going to be reduced so that uh, all British Columbians can expect uh, uh, much faster um, response times to to their uh, access to records requests. Okay, so have they committed to that, that they will get you a response this will improve? Uh, well, you'll have to speak to government about that. Uh, I know that their, uh, my staff has been talking to their staff on uh, virtually a daily basis. I know they're considering and going through the recommendations, which they've just received. So uh, my uh, suggestion would be is that you put that question to government. Yeah, we'd love to. They thought this was a good idea, though. Like, it's clear that that $10 fee has really had a detrimental effect, hasn't it? Well, it's interesting because there were hints, you know, with the $10 fee that that would help to uh, make things more timely, that uh, yeah. the kinds of requests that were considered and some people call them nuisance requests or whatever would go away. But that has clearly not been the case. We've now had enough time. We've seen what's happened. And uh, this really speaks to more systemic issues within government having to do a better job. They have a legal responsibility and not just a legal responsibility. This is really an important part of the democratic fabric of our province. Uh, records that belong to all of us uh, are, are things that we have a right of access to, and those are meaningful because they are records about decisions government makes about all of us. How can we hold our governments to account uh, unless we know and can see those records? So it's really vitally important that um, systems are put in place that are going to speed people's access to these records.
Absolutely. Uh, Thank you so much for your time this morning. You're welcome, Jimmy. That's Michael McAvoy, who's the Information and Privacy Commissioner for British Columbia, talking about his report looking into our freedom of information system in this province. And remember when they put the $10 fee in and it was so controversial and oh boy, did we ever talk about it here on the show? And that was the excuse that the Horgan government gave us at the time was, oh no, no, this will make it better. We can, um, you know, provide more resources for this. We can actually respond in a more timely manner. Well, none of that has happened. Requests are down uh, by far because of this $10 fee. And at the same time, they are lagging incredibly on a timely response to so many requests there. And so there are some recommendations that have come out of this report, and we'll see what the government has to say about this. But what's going on right now uh, is clearly not a great freedom of information system here in our province.